here we are with the Practice Makes Perfect podcast. It's your host here, your favorite Fortnite commentator, Monster D-Face, for those of you guys tuning in, because uh, you might be hearing something a little different, because we have somebody new on stage for this brand new project we're launching right now. It's the number one John W. Key Rush in the building. What's up, John Rush? Hey, it's only one way to live life. It's W. Key. Hey, you know? What's you up, hit, everybody? Hit, hit the line. You hit the line coming back out the gate here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out to everyone that's uh, listening on audio. You can't see how good we look right now, but that's okay. We're glad you're here. Glad you're here. Get it. We are. Uh, we're. We're doing. We're doing something different here, John. Right. We're. We're coming out with. I'd say. Uh, like like I mentioned, kind of in the pre-show, the the foundation of something something brand new, something never done before. Um, this is this is us taking a new approach. Uh, at what's going on in the space and. I'm I'm kind of excited, right? I'm really yeah. excited to see what's going on. Yeah, you know what? Hey, let's talk origin stories for a second. Even even how I got involved. I never thought about it this way. I went from a client to a contributor. I literally hired Practice Server and still do with some of the orgs I'm involved with and loved it so much that I said, I want in. I need to invest. I believe in the story of this org. And that was how we kind of, I guess, began our relationship right in this space and which is crazy because i really felt like no 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 you got to go further back than that that's not really how we connect where you want to start you can go i can talk all night no you got to start from like the beginning like you guys were hosting your own tournament how i got on how we got the fun clip because i was just gonna say yeah we totally just we didn't just start working together yeah like it's so, kind of like i feel like we have like a full circle story here yeah so imagine (laughs) be imagine Casting a community Fortnite tournament, tournament in quotes, <laughs> that scuffed using like two Xboxes for uh, observers, <laughs> no client support, and you're sitting there doing your best, and it's going okay, and then in the chat you see a, a, a check mark and monster deface. That's me, and now I start sweating, going, "Am I casting in front of monster deface right now? This is mad <laughs> weird." <laughs> And then I hit you up. I hit you with the, you know, what's funny is I think that's probably why you, you mess with me. Cause I, I gave you some of the dose in your own medicine. I'm like, I'm just going to send the DM. I said, yo, let's talk. I was nervous. That is, that is true. That is true. And it wasn't like, you know, you got to respect guys when someone doesn't waste your time. Right. We're talking about like, he, he came out, he came out hot with it. He just straight reached out. Like, listen, we, first of all, thanks for stopping by. Which I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> And then, uh, but like, besides that, uh, you know, you, you, you had an idea, you had a vision of what, you know, you all wanted to bring to to the table and like try something new for, um, yeah, your organization. And that was really how we started connected. Cause then you saw the value that I could bring to the table. Cause you know, little do some people know, which you guys are going to find out a lot about here on the podcast, um, is that we run a business, we run a really awesome business, um, community driven, right. Something that I don't think anyone in a talent kind of seat has ever decided to do, or like a streamer or a content creator, right? Yeah. No, not that I've seen. Um, you, you, you've had a couple of tweets this this week. This is the, uh, what are we on? Like the last week of January already? In right. One, in one way that right. feels quick, and then in one way it doesn't. You've had like origin story type tweets, though, and, and, and future. You broke down um, the meaning of your name. A lot of people don't know your artistic ability, though, either, man. 
uh, as far as what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, yeah, it, and it's because, you know, I, as much as I want to, like, share with the world, um, you know, my art side or, like, the casting and the gaming, it's really, like, oh, so much I can do on the timeline at, like, any given time. True. Right? Like, true. Like, and even even if I do, even if I do push hypothetically, like, something to the timeline or whatever. Like, if you don't eat, sleep, and breathe, uh, that, like, whatever it is, like, the brand that you're pushing, right. so many, so many people are going to, like, be disconnected or not really know. Um, and I guess that's one of the cool things about being, like, talented in a lot of different areas, right? Like, you get to kind of, um, people get to discover more about you. Maybe even find a new form of respect for you, right? Like, as time goes on. Yeah, I mean, uh, you had a friend recently who, uh, went back through in New York City to find some of your old old artwork. But it's not where pe most people would think that someone's looking for your artwork. That stream was crazy. The You talking about my boy, fellow, your fellow Arab, the big Arab, this man, he's crazy. He pulled up to New York City to come see, like, the real deal in person. Um, and which was wild because I was just in New York City. like So that was like a freshly painted... Like I was just there a couple weeks before he ended up doing his travels because now he's a he's a travel vlogger, and he did he did take a photo right in front of that felt good too man yeah like see it like you know because it's like real life it's like you're really connecting, um like on a on a different level so super super fire yeah and if you're listening like, shout out, shout out you're, you're trying to connect the dots, monster is a graffiti artist right that's how you'd say it a graffiti artist, or how would you say it. I mean, you want to call it that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I like it. I mean, you're out there. The stuff you do looks good to me. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Seriously, uh, graffiti artist. Yeah, street, street, street writer. You know, street hey. bomber. Really, it's called you're called a bomber. Like in, in the graffiti language, it's like yeah, this guy, this guy's a this guy's a bomber. I He's like a writer. That. You're a writer. Um, because when you walk up to someone, and you ask them, you don't ask them, hey, do you do graffiti? You say, hey, my guy, like, what you write? Yeah. So it's like you're a writer. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but it's like, yeah, it's its own little graffiti terminology. No, that's dope. And so that's even where where your handle came from. Like Monster Deface. Like it's, it's you had tweeted like, it's like defacing like uh, a brick wall with graffiti, right? Yup, yup, yup. And I bought a VR headset to go ahead and do just that as well. So check out Twitter if you want to see that fun clip of me doing some graffiti in VR, which is like the future, see, man. Bro, the future. Crazy, dude. The future is it's terrifying and amazing uh all, all at the same time well that's dope bro yeah so then so how long how long between your alias of monster d face and the launch of practice server how many years apart is that oh that's that's a long time a journey it's a journey yeah no it, it really is a it's a crazy journey too because when i when i jumped up on like like oof you think way back right 2012 my right. first my first live stream which only I took down recently because of all the DMCA stuff, which it gotcha. pains me. I had to delete so much old content. Um, but I went live with Battlefield. It was like December 11th or 12th. I remember it so clearly because the numbers were like almost matching like the month 12-11 and like 12-12. Yeah. It was like Daisy and Battlefield were the first two games I streamed. 2012 in December. Uh, and I just, I just did a stream because I wanted to record my gameplay. I thought I was good. Shout out to my ego. Um, pushing me to want to make content, but yeah, the, from then until like where we are now, almost ten years, man, almost ten years. What kind of rig you streaming on in twenty twelve? Do you like what, uh, Asus Sega? laptop? No, nah, no. Nah, listen, I had a I had a fifteen hundred dollar 
Asus laptop, bought it with my financial aid check against my dad's will. He was like, he was like, what do you, what do you mean you want it? What's that Asus? Yo, guys, really think about it. Like, you didn't know what the heck Asus was back then. Like, that right. sounds so off-brand back yeah. then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was Apple, or there was nothing. Like, if you're not getting a MacBook or a Dell computer, like, you're not buying anything. So, I, I had to kind of sneak that one in there. That's crazy. I uh, I had uh, I, I competed in uh, an MLG Pro Circuit for uh, Halo. Don't don't get it twisted. I didn't place no top thirty-two. All right, not okay. trying to. I'm not hey. trying to put out the Uncle Rico, but uh, I went by uh, I went by mauling like a bear mauling you. Okay, because I like in, that. Because in Halo, your emblems, you couldn't customize it much, and there was this bear paw, and I was like, that's hard. The bear paw, you know. Oh, but so I, that is that was the inspiration. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and I spelled it because remember because then even too it's like you had to snag your Xbox gamer tag, but like you couldn't get redundancies, you know. It's like but a lot of things you can like you know they have ways where everyone can get their own name now, but I spelled it M A U L N, and so mad people at lands and stuff would just call me Mulan to trash me, no, like, <laughs> just to trash me, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's the pain right there. And is that is that what like push you away from that name? Like, yeah, I, I'm not. I ain't no Mulan, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't remember. I can't remember when I left it. It was sometime after high school. Where I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna be John Rush. I'm John. Mm, okay. I, hey, I was given a decent last name. Like Rush is a pretty like that's a great name. A great that's last a name. name. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have a name, first of all, four letter last name that's like an actual word, just Rush, kind of yeah. sick. Yeah. And then W I'm key. Jealous. W key, my middle name is William after my father. And, Whoa. Uh, okay. So you know. But there. here's the real question. Was it W key like before Daquan created the no, W no, no, key no, no, hype? No, no, no. Okay, okay. I, I, I should I, I need to send right, Daquan right, uh like right. uh you know point zero zero one Bitcoin just for like uh you know, just whatever that, that's worth. Nah, you, it's you kinda you kinda did maybe inspired a lot. But well. you know, <laughs> I've been playing I've been playing games since I was like nine. So, you know, I've been hitting that, mm. like, I'm the kid. See, th- we could do a whole, people don't know, we could do a whole World of Warcraft podcast if we really wanted to. Because you're playing it, it, you're playing it now. Yeah. I almost failed high school because of it. Like, no. we're in opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum, G. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. As much as I play World of Warcraft, I have also, like, a strong, because you need a strong mental, dude. Like, you got to yeah. know, like, I, I got to put this down, like, I'm gonna put the game aside. I got stuff to do today. Like, let me go do some stuff. Um, and yeah, dude, you, time sync. That game could be a true time sync. See, I think you're because you're playing a classic, you know, TBC. Like, I think that's way more addictive than the current version of the game. And I still I don't even that. know why, bro. It's just something about it. Even now, I'm like, my chest gets all fluttery, you know, like talking about it. It's like an ex, you know, who you like shouldn't mess with <laughs> anymore, you know? Oh. <laughs> Help Bad me. idea. Bad don't do idea. it. No, 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 no. <laughs> and now we know uh, a little bit of his kryptonite here, guys. Don't get him on World of Warcraft, Yo, right? Don't talk, don't, don't talk do too it. much. He might he might might need to go get himself uh, a little raid going or so. The fun thing about yeah. WoW back then, and, and guys, we promise we'll cut off after this, okay? Because we won't turn this into a whole World of Warcraft podcast. But we can, we can though. The gear, but we won't. The gear was so in a good way broken. Like if you had good mm-hmm. gear you have an overwhelming advantage. 
which is what makes modern players feel frustrated about it because it feels unfair and it does and it feels like oh if I can only play six hours versus sixty a week then you know uh, I'm mad at that but back then bro no he who spends the most time wins dog and so that was in my my crazy time so I was the top alliance geared resto druid on my server in uh, in early BC days and so I could I would duel like rogues and out heal all their damage and like slowly kill bro so you don't let me stop let me stop and it, it felt good it felt, it felt good being, so good you know what i'm saying nah, it, it's it's true it's true um well that, that kind of just takes us a i guess another there is a transition point here being that uh the internet has changed just the way gaming works in general because yep. we were talking about how like quickly information spreads like back when let's just say you were playing and you were doing your gaming and stuff you know, if someone that found an exploit or a glitch, it take you it take months to you know it, it's like the phone game like yep. it take months for it to travel from person to person, word of mouth, right, to get to whatever input. Now with the internet, like people drop a video in two seconds, like everything's there. There are no secrets essentially. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even this even this podcast, like look at how fast the transfer of information is. Yeah. It it's ridiculous. That's the difference about yeah. I think like gaming nowadays. It can be overwhelming sometimes too. Like it's helpful, but like uh, um, already like, and granted, this is the game we're in, right? Creating content, trying to help people online, right? So it's like, yeah. it's a double-edged sword, but it's like people already like, even with the new Halo, or I feel this way about sometimes the new Fortnite patch, um, but especially the new Halo being a brand new like game, people are dropping so many mechanics videos. I'm like, how am I supposed to learn the game? Like, do I need to study the game or play the game? Like, what am I supposed to do? You know, it feels overwhelming, bro. I can I can see that I can see that uh, I mean a friend of ours at the project server Jacob he just launched his own like little I guess his own endeavor right he paired up with a bunch of other um ex Halo uh, pros I can't name them so sorry guys uh, some commentators and some other folks but they're making like yeah like you said high quality top tier in like just how to videos tutorials on how to get better and and it does evolves the game that was I, honestly one of the reasons why Fortnite hit such a frustrating uh, state, especially after World Cup. It hit the masses. Like, yeah. everyone started to see what turtling was and what is this boxing and, you know, began understanding the mechanics of box fight and things like that. And yep. that virality that exists on the internet is what just literally reshapes the games forever. And it kind of yeah. sucks. Like, yep. you know, it's cool and it's bad at the same time. It's well, cool and you know. But, you know, you only know early for that long. Well, yeah, and, like, I still remember early days of Fortnite where people were just like, oh, Myth does this, so we're going to build a, a tower and we're going to chill up here. And, like, I still, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, they, you they know, did that. And it is cool, though, when you watch, like, the really old video, like, Myth versus Summit 1G, and he does his little, they're doing a little tower race, and they're yeah. chasing each other like cat and mouse. Like, there's there's beauty in the, the innocence, in the... Um, yeah. You know, in the the lack of uh, knowledge that they had back then because it was so raw. It was like they genuinely were playing out of instinct. Yes. And instinct is what evolved Fortnite to be the game it is today, um, which is like super crazy. Like if you really take the mm -hmm. game itself, mm -hmm. you look at the timeline, um, man, those clips, those clips are magical. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I guess the hope of gaming is that like there's always more ways to innovate. You know, like there's always more yeah. things to try, more moments to be had. I'm always like, I always love, uh, like, I, like some of the more recent titles that have been popular. It's easy to complain about them, 
But then you go look and you go like CSGO is just still out here, you know, like just still right. out here, you know, and it's like, of course, the game has changed, but also like at the same time, it's it's just still CSGO, you know, and people are innovating within that box, you know, it's crazy. Well, think think about this. We've talked about CSGO on this podcast already, which is crazy. Cool. We talked about World of Warcraft, which is really awesome. Yeah. And the one thing Fortnite has in common with all three of these is that I genuinely believe that this game has the lifespan potential to survive the length of um years as world yeah. of warcraft or as a csgo because they've made something special yeah i mean and, and that's the reason why you know we're, we're kind of even we're brought together yeah freaking fortnite um how many years ago has fortnite been out now like almost four or five yeah is it 2017 like we're going on five years uh-huh I are think we that, really i think that's it let me see because He's, think about yep. this. When I when I discovered the game, when I discovered the game, I played and I knew right then and there. I yeah. knew. I said, this game has at least five years or ten years in it. Hey. Isn't that crazy that yeah. I knew that? Like, yeah. right there. And I committed and look at me. Five years later, I'm still here. There you go. Still out here. Bro, when Same you... thing like, like, like Clash of Clans for me. Like, I, I just, something in me, I just knew. Yeah. I knew. I was like, yo, this game? Oh, this is, this is different. I'm going to be here for a while. And I was. When you uh, Google Fortnite release date, mm-hmm. it's like they've got like a GameSpot and Metacritic rating. It's so weird to think about for Fortnite. It's like, bro, like get your ratings <laughs> out of here. Like Fortnite's right. different. Fortnite is a force of nature. You know, I've always been fascinated by the idea that Fortnite has not just. Um, oh, yep, DJ July. See, DJ's coming in, bro. We're gonna have DJ on here sometimes with us, keeping us on the up and up. Tw- July twenty seventeen, Fortnite was born. But, like, Fortnite has evolved beyond even just a game. It's a social media platform, you know? Oh, like, oh yeah. It's, like, big time. Like, what was the first, Um, I'm trying to remember, like, was it Marshmallow's event that was the first in-game musical event? Might have been, easily. Might have been the Marshmallow event, like, easily. That was just but, so cool. But even beyond that, like, the first, like, in-game Fortnite event, like, we're talking about, like, the Rocket and the lore that they were building. So they, they took a game, right? Yeah. That had an online atmosphere... <laughs> But a competitive atmosphere, like head right. to head. And then they broke that mold completely and said, Yeah, but there's a story unfolding on this world. And that was like that was like one of the coolest, coolest experiences I ever had. Like I'm sitting there with friends in a live server that we're supposed to be murdering all these guys around us, by the way, and everyone stops for a moment to watch the game unfold and the yes. rocket shoot out the, you know, the base of the, the like the mountain and that was incredible to me. Well, I'll say too is like I got um, um, I got friends who, you know, they have kids that are a little bit older, like getting in like ten, ten age, nine, ten, and those those age kids are still being drawn to Fortnite just to play the game. They might not even know what comp is, like they don't even know, but they just love it, bro. Like they're on their their switches, crouch walking around, you know, like <laughs> like they they just love it though, like. And I like, mean, I, yeah. I have a twelve-year-old, or no, she's thirteen now. There you go. She, she, she was cranking just a little bit ago. You know what I mean? Still playing. She, as many of the breaks, if you want to call them that, she's taken. She's uh, she still hops on PC and dumpsters kids in creative. Let's go. It's uh, it's it's yeah. This game is this game is definitely special. That's for sure. Yeah, I remember uh, the first time I uh, I know this kid. I still know him. He's kind of he's kind of like lean back from the comp scene. Everyone's got to take their breaks, their mental breaks. Okay, be healthy. Like don't you know, be disciplined. You know, but it's okay to walk away. But he was uh, 
when I first played with him, he was cranking. He was cracked. He had, he had earnings. Nothing crazy, but he had earnings, right? Cash cup earnings. This is a year and a half ago I met him. And I was like, oh, okay, like this, this uh, mouse and keyboard kid. And then, like, I remember him telling me he played on tablet. I was like, yo, what? Oh, like, no way. Yo, what, bro? And I know mobile has changed. There's been the ups and downs of mobile for Fortnite. But, like, this kid just had a, you know, whatever iPad. And that's what he had. And he innovated. Bro, I'm like, this kid, I got some clips, bro. He's cracked. His POV from what would be so funny is he would always clip my POV from stream. Because I was streaming on a PC. Because if oh, no. he clipped his iPad clips, it looks like he's playing nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. But Roblox, I was like, bro, sure. it's crazy. He, he, he had the, the Roblox POV going on. Like, <laughs> yes, it, bro. Just remember, before mobile, mobile builds became a thing, you were kind of embarrassed to have mobile builds. Right? Like, yeah, like, hey, yes. yeah, we're not really going to show this off. Um, and, I mean, I agree with you. My boy Ducky, my boy Ducky, he's an he's a ex, like, basically iPad legend. Um, and, you know... F, F in the chat in the comment response or Fortnite being deleted off the, the app store. But before that all happened, yeah, grew successful, huge YouTube channel uh, with, with mobile and stuff like that. And the kids disgusting. Um, but you know, what's really impressive is just about everyone that I knew was that was successful um, back then on mobile, they transitioned to PC and like they're exceptional on PC too. So there's like a mechanical thing that just, their genes separate them, in my opinion, from they're they're abnormal humans. Is what I'm trying to say, guys. They're above the average. Wow. You can play mobile yeah. at a high level. Just you put a couple minutes into PC, and you're gonna be insane. Yeah, I mean, I think mobile is uh, just getting started too. Seeing more and more like esports, uh, mobile tournaments happening, and mm -hmm. it's crazy, bro. It's a huge scene. Back back when I was you know streaming mobile games like daily. Um, that, that's how I broke into competitive, a competitive space. I even, did you know I was on an esports org at one point? I don't think you told me that part for, for clash. No, for a game called Vainglory. I oh, I remember, know I, was on it. I remember Vainglory, bro. That I was loved that game. That By the way, I re-downloaded it because they came back with a community version, um, which is kind of cool. But cool. let me, let me tell you, I didn't even know I was on an esports org. I, I just thought I was joining like a friend group basically because that's I, I didn't really have a, a, a understanding like right what is east like there was no esports in well I guess there was but I didn't really understand right it's only now we, like everybody gets it like oh yeah competitive gaming esports yeah. organizations it's the norm but it was not the norm back then oh. and they signed me and I yeah. was like oh yeah I'll rock it and I had like a freaking milk sponsor or whatever like you know hey. whatever <laughs> weird like a jersey dude my name on it it was. It's crazy to think about it. Like, I actually joined it, the Oregon. It is. Point. It's so crazy, bro. Like, when I was grinding, um, like, that was my, my aspiration. Like, what's been so cool to get to know you and get to have these opportunities is that, like, when I was a high schooler, so now granted, I graduated in 2010. So, we're talking, like, 2008, 2009, 2010, which in one sense was a long time ago. In another sense, it wasn't. But, like, in terms of how much the game has changed, like, in general, the games, that was my dream, though. I wanted to mm. I wanted to make money playing video games and I wanted to be a I wanted to be a professional COD player or Halo player, and it, so many opportunities that is, is ex, exist now just didn't. Even something as simple as this: we were playing in the uh, the Halo Three National Championships in two thousand eight in Orlando. Why were we doing that? One, because we're from Orlando, so we could afford to drive there. <laughs> uh, it was the national championships, but they still had open play. But right about a month before the tournament, my friend Billy, 
So all my whole four, my whole squad of four was our friends, right? Because we didn't have social media to connect people. Really, you had MySpace. We couldn't find people. You literally had to meet. Think about this, y'all. You had to meet people in person so you could team up with them online to play in in-person events. Like that's and how almost was. like via chance occurrence, right? Like you chance. just so happen to know this kind of good guy or this like really good guy, and then if magic hit off, that's it, dude. Yeah. Took off. So Billy, Billy, like chose basketball over the halo grind because we were grinding bro you know playing fake. five to yeah fake billy fake. billy if you're listening bro <laughs> our basketball team sucked anyway bro and you don't play basketball for a living bro we could have gone somewhere but so like <laughs> think of how weird it is that we had to like ask kids in the hall like yo does anyone grind mlg playlist in halo 3 like that's how we've ended we ended up finding this scuffed fourth who got shwasted he was drunk the whole time and you know what i mean it's like but now, not that it's easy out there for y'all. I'm just saying, like, some of the weird things that, that, that existed back then. It was like a middle ground, you know? It was, like, weird. I mean, uh, there, there's, it's still really – so it doesn't – I don't think it ever feels easy finding someone that, right. like, you get along with and gaming and stuff. Because, you know, we run open scrims, right, which is a, a place for tournaments to take place and players to compete. And even there – people are constantly trying to spam like hey looking for duo looking for trio you know need the team like i don't think that's that's a need that's probably ever going to be easy easily alleviated regardless of what the internet can do right um so yeah i i feel that but I, what i wanted to say what I, or what i wanted to add was um my first tournament i ever competed in was the h1z1 tournament and hey. yeah and i actually won the division that i was playing in and i got a prestigious helm that only like the winners of their brackets could like basically retrieve my reaction was insane like when i won my game i was in a nasty 1v1 versus squeaker i had the high ground on the hill like next to a power line I remember like it was yesterday because he started blasting me and i thought it was over but i ended up in the end winning my my engagement and uh it was a crazy feeling um and that's when i really got my first taste of like competitive so yeah. from h1 i went to PUBG. I was getting more and more into BRs, more and more yeah. into this competitive scene. And then Fortnite came out. And that drive, that want to like, yeah, just win is what led me to like try to get my first 100 wins like before anybody. Let's go. And all that stuff. I remember it's crazy. When, uh, when the first Modern Warfare came out, there was no land support. So if you go back and you, you try to look through some of the the uh even some of the in-person tournaments they did there was no land connection they were playing on wi-fi like in like so weird and so we mm -hmm. were grinding game battles remember game battles and we were like i don't i can't remember what we were ranked but you know like whatever like we weren't like nothing crazy and it put us up against the six ranked team at the time in game battles for oh my gosh Call of duty and they were called i remember I'm, like when you said that i remember this like yesterday they were called the dead presidents which is a dope name and all their gamer tags were names of like past presidents and, Ooh, and, and bro, they were branded bro we they were, were like shaking but we were like this is our chance bro and Get uh, george and abraham and no it was that it was jeffrey like jeff all the and bro it was map <laughs> one map one was i believe the map is called backlot it's a real small map and it has this like uh has some very intentional that whole game has some very intentional like early nade placements you know and so we're shaking in our boots and right off the rip, we see in the kill feed, they accidentally team killed two of themselves. Ooh. And something rose up in us, bro. We were like, 
we got this. And we won the best of five, bro. And it scooted for like a week. We were like 13th in all the game battles in the world. So to this day, I should put in my bio, 13th, rank 13th, <laughs> Modern Warfare. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, even even the uh, the Titans can bleed here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you guys had that, like, that surge in your spirit to take over, dude. Go crazy. That, I love that. Even now, it's like in matchmaking when when the chance when you get to be in a lobby with a, a player you look up to or someone who's professional it's just mm. fun man it's just like those little moments i have a homie who uh who uh you know friend friend of the show we're saying that with good energy you know nick Merckx, uh blocked him because he no he got he and like i have clips like he's my homie like i know him he just got put in nick's lobby twice in a row just by chance oh gosh and he's and, he, and one of the times he squad wiped them and the other time he like killed nick a couple of times so it's like you know but it's like when you have to deal with stream snipers man that's different especially in, when he was grinding warzone bro it's right annoying so you have a friend that via chance occurrence actually ended up in the games with nick did his thing twice and got blocked yeah and he, he deserved it. And it was the best day of his life. <laughs> but like, think it about, must, think about that. Really good. He's happy to be able to say, like, I got blocked by Nick Merckx. You know, it's like that's just that's how it is. I mean, back back when I streamed every day, um, people would just at me on Twitter, like, or or especially in Instagram. I don't know why. It's something about people on Instagram. Yeah. Maybe it's just a platform, like, because Instagram, I feel like, you know, drives people's hunger for attention and ego. It's what the platform's built on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for whatever reason, the Instagram type folk would always clip me, post it, tag me. You know what I mean? Like hashtag, you know, destroyed on, right? Whatever. <laughs> and and I'll just be like, bro, like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> you know, like, what the, you ain't making me feel good, but congrats, I guess. You killed me in the pub while I was like shooting that guy, hey, looking that way. Hey, they feel, you made, you made them, you made them feel real good. Well, that's but, and, and I've also been on the other side though. Like I've, yeah. I've battled against Ninja or against the Myth, and those feel good too, especially when you win against Pierce. Yeah, one time, uh, not to pull too many OG stories, but see, I, my playing days are like my my serious playing days. They're they're back there. You know, it's commentating, casting, social media now. So we're still in the scene, but but uh, in game battles again in Halo, we got put up against Straight Rippin, who at the time was the number one team, had Snipe Down, who's still a cracked player and streamer um in apex and halo just signed with phase eric is i don't know him know him but he, mm -hmm. i've looked up to him for a while uh we got put up against them and they just destroyed us in a way i've never like it was surgical like but what was so cool is they stayed in the lobby afterwards and like gave us some tips for like 10 minutes it was oh crazy. that's dope it was so cool it was like it was so cool and around that time they had just gotten a sponsorship with dr pepper and all across the country in Walmarts, they put their they put their uh, their team picture on Dr Pepper, Whoa. and they had giveaways with MLG. And so me and my friends, that was right in that era. We bought out every Dr Pepper that we could find. That feels, that's like revolutionary for esports in space. I, I've never I've never heard about um, any of like what would have been a mainstream brand. Yeah. And any of the interactions, I feel like if there's a history book written. That's yeah. it's got to be probably one of the first, right? Like, yeah. because the only other like space that has like I guess somewhat of a similar cross pollination is like extreme sports mm -hmm. skating brands mixing in with like these these 
freaking straight influ- like influencers if you want to call them that but like skaters right like these guys passionate about what they yeah. do this niche um i mean because I mean, gaming is a niche mlg like you know i know there's so much like i don't know if con- controversy is a strong word but you know there's so many question marks right mlg is like you know it's had different variations and identities but it's like they represented some major moments for gaming man like i mm-hmm. like like you said bringing in those brands uh even like the time where like i remember i showed my mom i think i think i had to like wake her up late though mom my video games on espn like look at this on the tv because mlg had that like crossover which you know there's a whole side thing about they they the cringy part was that they insisted there's some part of the deal where espn had to have one of their traditional sports analysts commentating and then when you know someone doesn't know the game it's like oh Oh, it's not a great. It's not oh. the greatest look. He, you know, we could have been represented better, but yeah. but nah, it's still, still revolutionary. Moving, man. moving. Yeah, I was gonna say moving boulders, moving boulders for the uh, industry as a whole, um, for sure. MLG's got the, an exceptional amount of accolades, and I mean, like I said, you just you just taught me another one, another notch in the in the belt, if you will. I need to send the you, whole. Activation. I need to send you old uh, Halo like Halo videos, like Final Boss, dude, like the Ogre Twins, like. Uh, Ogre One is still holding it down in the space, right? Which ones? I mean, a lot, a lot of them are still. Yeah. Like obviously, with the with the recent Halo Infinite, which I'm sure a lot of you listeners probably have then picked up, free to download, right? So why not try it? Right. Um, that whole entire scene was revitalized. I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I guess the hype's kind of simmered down, right? We're not, we're not seeing the, the crazy hype. But then again, we live in a time where, like, dude, if you're a developer, if you're a game publisher um you got like it sucks to think about this but you have to yeah. drop your game and you have to have like hella content lined up like have to. for the whole year like have to. two weeks in i'm sorry to say it yeah your game's been out for two weeks but yeah where's patch one people are ready like that that's the world we live in like yeah and i would say it's like i think the guts of the game are really good but right now the community is frustrated over some like uh what they would say some obvious changes you know hit registration yeah. on the melees um that they're kind of like waiting for as well as like the competitive uh lineup i think there's only like four maps it's like either four or five maps right so it can get really repetitive you know one thing that because I, I grinded it i grinded when it first came out um and i got to onyx which is like once you break into onyx like that's the highest rank but then you can like rank up from there you know so i'm only like 15 60 like uh one of the guys from optic is probably in the 2000s you know but anyway bro it's it's like when you play Fortnite sweaty, at least there's some breaks when you're looting and running, you know? Right. Halo Downtime. is Halo is like is almost claustrophobic sometimes. Like I was tired afterwards. Like it was I don't know how to explain it, you know? Maybe I'm just old. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I get tired from Fortnite because Fortnite is very Yeah, when you're in battle, like you got to be online, like fully online. You there's no casual play to Fortnite. Um it was, which is like one of those things, and but like you mentioned, in those that kind of arena shooter, right? You you know your your inner competitive side is going to come out. You're got to be online for the entire duration. There's yeah. definitely no breaks. There's if there's a break in in Fortnite, like you said, I mean they don't exist basically. In in a game like Halo, yeah, when you're literally in the arena, because if you're not contributing to the to the win or to the points, I guess then you're not doing anything. You might as well be, you know, not spawned in. Well, something that Halo competitive Halo. Uh, Call of Duty and Fortnite have all had in common that I think is affect like can can affect both the meta and the viewership 
is like the sniper. It's I think the sniper is this very controversial weapon in gaming because if you think about some of even FaZe Clan and YY360 no scopes and some of the things that really got people's mass attention at like video game content, a lot of it was based around like a gun like a sniper, right? It's like something about it. But modern games, I think about a hard time balancing it in an esports space. So like right now for Halo, um, the sniper is kind of irrelevant. Like it's, it's, or it's not irrelevant. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a risk, I should say, right? It's a high mm. risk. You know, um, I was just watching, um, you know, I forget what caught. I guess it was CDL was popping back up. And everyone was celebrating that there's a viable sniper again in competitive Call of Duty. Because the plays well, that were coming out of it. It's it's crazy to see that because I think it really comes down to the community, right? Like in a game like Fortnite, you dude, you can't have a sniper, like yeah. And if you do, you can't you cannot one shot me, like right. That's not that's not that's not happening here. You're not happy about that. But like in a game like Counter Strike, you can have a up and body someone and feel rewarded, and like no one's complaining about the up. Yeah. But think about how the game's structured. Like you buy that up, there is a huge toll on your economy, yes. right? So it's it's, it's it's a balanced version for the game. And you have no um, close quarters, really. Like, you sacrifice Exactly. That. Yeah, exactly. You lose that completely. In a game like Halo or uh, Fortnite, when you pick that up, you still have all these other, I guess, viable second options, right? Like, you obviously yeah. can have other weapons. And, you know, in a game like Halo, you can still melee, right, and stuff like that. So you're not completely off the table. Um, but I don't know. There's something about, like, some of these games here, they just do not accept and or, like, adopt the idea of a sniper at all. Yeah, um, and, and this is going to make some of our community uh, frustrated at me, even though they just met me. But my best uh, my best playing times in the Fortnite meta was the heavy sniper days, bro. Oh, I, listen. <laughs> I, yeah, love-hate relationship because it felt really good when you walked in someone's box and you uh, hit them with the pump or uh -huh. the combo, right? Yep. But it, it's also, it's just not fair. Like, it's no, ridiculous. I, like, it really did change the meta in a very weird. Like, Fortnite is not a game that. This is this is when the game got real crazy. When you started seeing duos run double heavy, and then they timed their shots bang, bang. to like murder you in the box. Like, yes. Where's the defense? Where's the counterplay? That that's when we had an issue. I think really with the heavy slippers. Well, it's, I mean, like, even just looking at like you're talking content viability. That is something that Fortnite has always had constant content i know like as a community it's easy to focus on the content we don't have but compared to other games and like and that's what i'd love to even see more of man it's like i just even remember well, well here's here's something about the i would say the competitive scene is suffering big time in fortnite right now yeah because yes they have the content yes they have the new guns and the in the you know there's literally a, a red dot weapon that you can aim down sight yes. with like for car six who, yeah. who, who thought that was going to happen in fortnite right. no one um, but because of the meta, because of the state of the game, because of all the changes, there's actually way more pros, I feel like, quitting this season due to burnout, due to lack of change, due to this constant, I guess, changing roadmap. So, like, do you think, and I guess this is, like, a, a bigger question, yeah. um, that there's a world where Fortnite hits its revitalization um, with the masses again and draws in people again? Because it really has been a slow and stable decline. Yeah. And, I mean, people, it's, it's dumb to call the game, quote-unquote, dead when right. there's 100,000 people watching it round the clock on Twitch. Like, right, right. Or whatever, like millions logging in. So right. it, it's definitely not dead. But um, 
you know what I mean? In the in the perception, uh, or it's perceived by some, like, dude, this is not what it used to be. So, do you do you see like a roadmap or a world or, or a reality where it comes back? Well, it's like, yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite's Has worst anything? day. Fortnite's worst day is most people's bright best day. You know, like like, like most like ninety nine percent best day, most wild day. <laughs> Right. I think my honest opinion is, I mean, I think the key, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's like, I think that like competitive, the competitive scene is the heartbeat of the game. I think it's going to represent the most like passionate core of the players and they need to be looked at and they need to be taken care of. But the game is, was at its peak when the, when the creators, right? Like funny clips and like ran, like, even like, and, and I imagine, and sometimes what's very frustrating as a player are the things that are so entertaining as a viewer. Like, bro, when the airplanes, that first tournament, the first tournament, and you look up in the sky and all of them <laughs> airplanes up there must have been so infuriating for players who have practiced hours and, and done certain strats. And there's some person just fl- flying around up there. But watching at home, and, it was and- so entertaining. And they're all in like a, a low key truce with one another because they're like, I can shoot you, but if you don't bother me, yeah. well, I got a reason to bother you. And then they're like coasting their way to end game. I personally think that, I think that one of the things that really sparked some of the, I don't know if it sparked, but it was definitely a part of the tidal wave of Fortnite, uh, was the was pro ams, dude. I loved the pro ams. Well, I can definitely tell you what sparked controversy. You want to know what it was? Yeah. I know what was the actual turning point between casual and competitive. It was Epic's mistake. They, especially like, like you know, they say if you give a dog like some table food, yeah. you can't take that back. Now they know, they know what like real chicken and steak yeah. tastes like. They've been yeah. in dog food their whole life. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, you gave them a taste of the flavor. It was when Epic put siphon into pubs. Ooh. They gave us all everyone the world a taste of like no pressure free gaming and siphon was available and you're getting mats and the game was crazy pace like we cranked fortnites to the maximum pace yeah and obviously epic didn't like that they removed it and they quickly realized they needed to separate the two but there was no looking back yeah was at that moment the entire scene looked at the game differently and casuals were viewed as who the hell wants to play casuals? I need right. siphon. Like, and then now all of a sudden, and I think that's where, like, like you said, the content creators, content creators are the, you say the comp scene is the heartbeat, but like the content creators are like basically, um, I, I like the way you put it, but like basically the life of the game, right? This yeah. is what like the entertainment of the game, maybe what helped they're the, the blood grow. that's pumping, <laughs> right? Right? Like, yeah, this is the heartbeat. This is this is what's flowing through that heartbeat, right? It's, it's yeah. the influencers have to be there. Um, but it was it was that moment, dude, uh, yeah. and I know for a fact because I felt it. Obviously, I played through every single like season that this game has been through, um, and it was at that moment like you could just feel the tide shifting, and you get like this this hierarchy complex going on, right? Like people right. that play arena, like no, we're too good for pubs. Well, and then it was it was the other way. It was the it was uh, the opposite though from some creators. They were they were trying to they wanted siphon in a more relaxed environment because what they were clipping what they I, were having... I think the game I think the game today needs it yeah I'm, I'm I guarantee you because ooh, what because what are you doing at that point you're 
basically denouncing the difference between the two sort of right because yeah, like that's the right. big that's the biggest difference it's like yep. dude we we play arena because well like hello i'm getting stream snipes like i gotta eliminate this player and i need the health to get back and right you know what i mean it, like it's literally a form of sustainability um so like if you ask me yeah i think siphon needs to hit pubs dude yeah get it i think we Dang. need it back and holy smokes, we just got raided by squatting dog, by the way. Yo. My boy, thank you so much for sharing your your audience with us, man. That's sick. We're recording a podcast right now. Yeah, bro. And I know, I think I know where that is a, a reference to a movie called uh, Man of the House with Chevy Chase. It's a hilarious movie, bro. I need to follow. You need to let me know. <laughs> for I'm the right name? On. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. That's Why? funny. That's awesome. Man of so, the House. So for anyone listening, first of all, once again, thank you if you're listening to the podcast right now. Um we're live on twitch i didn't even i didn't even mention that at the start of this we are actually doing these live we're gonna do these live every week so um you are all more than welcome to come be here live and interact in the chat we are gonna be looking to possibly do like a call-in segment eventually as well um again probably should have mentioned that but this is episode zero we'll yeah. figure that stuff out we'll restructure where we put important things yeah in, the, in this show right now this is completely um off script but uh, yeah, thank you. Thank, thanks, Squad and Dog. We, we love it. We appreciate it. Um, this is the first episode or not an episode. Zero. Yeah, episode what zero. is this? It's episode zero. Episode zero. Yeah. Okay, so it is episode. It's, uh, it's episode zero. Hey, he said I was right. That's it. Squatting Dog. Because there's a scene. They're, <laughs> they're in Native American Boy Scouts, and he's with his stepdad. And they're like, hey, you have to, you have to try to pick a tradition. Like, you have to pick a Native American name. And he goes, like, um, his first thing. Uh, the kid says to his stepdad who he hates, he goes, your name should be Squatting Dog. And then, uh, and then Chevy Chase is like, he's like, no, man. And and then the kid goes, it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He goes, well, I had a squirrel named Numb Nuts. <laughs> yeah, <see? laughs> oh, he hit it too. Yeah, he said it to Chase. Numb Nuts. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, hey, guys, if you didn't know, now you know now. John is very cultured, as you can see. Let's go, bro. Let's go. That's awesome. That's really cool. That it's kind of great too when you can um yeah you see someone's name and you kind of relate to it. That's how I feel about like anything like anime related or something cool like that. I'm like oh yeah, you're a, you're 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 of my lane. You know what I mean? Like Bro, that I'm, kind of zone. I'm so at the surface level. I've watched like some of the hits. Like I've watched Princess Mononoke and uh, what's the one about the traveling castle? I've, so I feel like I have an appre like I would have judged anime before like not understood it. I've experienced enough of it to recognize okay there is something very different and powerful here but i have yet to dive in oh listen don't, don't you wish you were me, me? don't you wish you were me don't get... i could be watching I... your favorite show new for the first time bro i love that you said that because i tell that to my like my wife or like the kids all the time i'm like guys you gotta understand like we're watching this for the first time this is this is amazing like there's no going back even for like a good show i really genuinely feel like that like deep down inside i'm like Oh, I'm never gonna feel this addiction of pressing <laughs> next and play the next again, and like you just want to indulge in it all the way. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, like new things that I've indulged in—not anime, but I guess sort of close—Arcane on Netflix. Fire is good. Have you have you watched it, John? Um, I haven't it's, yet. It's, it's based on, on my, a League of Legends start. lore, so I don't play League of Legends for the viewers at home. Never have. Uh, did not know who this uh, the arcane characters were or in this lore in this world. Um, it's actually what's it Vi and Powder, also known as Jinx. So those yeah. are two main characters. But um, which, which TLDR, is... so good. 
Dude, so good. I dope. and I love. I Games played. Be good. I played uh, League. Like I'm like I'm silver too, so I'm not good. But like I love. I like. I like the game. And what was so cool was like before there's established lore, how they would like uh, hint at it, right? So it's like mm. there'd be these. So right, so brilliant. So Vi ended up. Well, I don't want to spoil the plot of the story. I don't know what the oh, show is. Oh, don't you dare! Okay, I'm not but, done yet. <laughs> but I'll just say this: in the game, without really players knowing why, there would be these certain like perks, like small abilities and perks that would exist between some two random characters. And you right. got a hint that you're like, oh, there's some kind of lore connection there. So cool. And so to see them, I need to just sit down and watch it. That's what I need to do. It's on my queue. Um, I need to watch it. So I just got back from Florida. My first ever wedding, celebrating and stuff out there with some friends. My, my boy Markstrom shouts him. He's a Twitch streamer. Uh, and that's why I watched Arcane. I was like, yeah, I've been meaning to do this. What better place to do it than on a flight? Uh, downloaded yeah. mad episodes. <laughs> Ran it back. Uh, super sick. Super sick. But, you know, another game does really good with the um, kind of hinting at things but not, like, necessarily giving away yeah. is Dark Souls. Ooh. And that's, I think, another reason why people fell in love with the Souls series and genre, myself yeah. included. Isn't it, like, you, torture to play Dark Souls? It's, like, so hard, so difficult. You're a bad gamer. See, that's the problem. Yeah. There's so many bad gamers out there. I just heard. I did never. Yo, all the but like. I, I was gonna say, are you are you a bad gamer? Did you bro, try? I'm not bad. I'm not, no, I never <laughs> tried. But if look at every thumbnail for a Dark Souls video, it's people like hating, punching themselves in the face. You know, like that's the whole. No, like, it's it's the whole meme. It's difficult. It can be difficult. Yeah, like you know, killing some bosses or man, you want to pull your hair out. Like it feels very euphoric when you get past yeah. those stages, though. And I think that's part of like you know what what attracts people to the game. Um. But like genuinely, like yeah, like most bad gamers just you don't make it. Okay. Uh, if you're well, really good and you figure out the roll timings and stuff, eventually, you know, you're supposed to be unhittable in some some sense of the world. Well, I don't know if anyone uh, put it in a put it in a comment. However, you're listening to this, but I beat the new Halo campaign on Legendary, and I heard Whoa. I saw other people I saw other people saying this. Okay, so I didn't. I'm not trying to compare without context, but I saw Halo pros saying that they were exhausted after playing it on Legendary. Bro, that was difficult. It was like legendary on Halo games is normally hard. This felt like to me something similar to what I've heard about Dark Souls. I'm not saying it was as difficult, but it was almost so difficult that I was like, this is not even fun, bro. Like, what are we doing? I find I find it like weird playing a campaign shooter though, like that, like on a very high difficulty. It feels like, like you said, it's just different. Like they're just cheating. You got to find exploits to get through every stage. That's generally how I felt like about. Even Battlefield, like yeah. on the highest difficulty back in the day when you're doing those yeah. campaigns, like I'm like I'm looking for every cheese spot imaginable. So like to glitch the AI to run back and forth. And so not, you're like, a bad gamer. Me. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> hey, back then for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like that that's genuinely how I felt about like campaigns and shooters, like on, on a high level. No, they I don't remember to... last time I played like a, a true campaign. So kind of jealous you you found that in Halo. And and one of the uh and one of the it's just like that that game is just in my blood, you know, like I, I I like I owe it to it. I didn't want to pay this fifty nine ninety nine because I got the multiplayer for free. But I'm like, yeah, I was like donating to a cause. It was like a family member. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh. but uh, <laughs> um, but it was it was very difficult, very difficult. That's like me with the the most recent Battlefield that came out. Lo I still genuinely love the game. Like yeah. if they had a campaign, I'd, I'd probably play it. To be fair, just because like I'm all about it. Love the portal. Love being able to play the old maps and like you know. 
do like everything that the game released i've tried it because yeah. i'm that much of a fan of the game i i, I was kind of like uh see hey this kind of ties in where we were talking about the episode i fully judged to not play the game based off of watching streamers that i like play it you're horrendous but, <laughs> but i didn't realize that until this moment like i was about to say man why didn't i play it and then i remembered i'm like i watched the streamers that i like and they were kind of like not too hot on it so i was like oh it's not for me i'm a sheep bro I'm a the game is dope. I, I it's, a the, it's the only shooter that I've like been playing lately. The only one. Like, but I love, like I said, I'm a I'm a sucker for the the way the combat works in that game and the way the the gunplay works. I, I heavily mess with uh, the World War One one. What was that called? You're talking about like Bad Company Two, 1942, like those old ones were the ones. Oh, you're talking about like the recent one, like Battlefield Five Firestorm. Or whatever, like the one with the horses, ring of fire. The one, with, yeah, 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 the yeah. Horses. They had horses, and and Battlefield Four has some horses. Like both Battlefield Four and the one that came after that, um, they both had like these these. I guess they would try to invoke. I'm assuming nostalgia of like old war types. I think that was the downfall to it, though. Yeah, I too, like too modern. Much. I like the modern feel. No, I feel that way about Vanguard as well. Like. I just was like, oh, World War Two. Call game. of Duty. Yeah, like call, I was like, huh. It leaks about like what's coming next for Call of Duty because like they were just bought by Blizzard, so like there's a lot of stuff being. Well, or no, sorry, Activision purchased Blizzard. No, no, no. no Microsoft no. purchased Microsoft Activision purchased Blizzard. Purchased <laughs> Activision Blizzard. There you go. Microsoft. Practice makes perfect. Blizzard. Don't worry. Um, but didn't you? Oh, yeah. Did you not? So what's interesting is like a week before that acquisition, they had put out that article about how. The next COD is going to release early. But then some of the stuff that's been coming out of the Microsoft acquisition um, is a new roadmap. Is a new roadmap that does not require yearly release, which apparently the staff, like, and you know, who knows who's how people really feel, but like people were saying, oh, the staff really like that because they don't like having them put out one each year. But, but bro, I, I'm such a fan. I think the thing that gives me hope about Fortnite is that it's like it's a continuous world. And, even the um the um well, like all all the successful games that have the 10 to 15 years are like, like lifespans are like tents in Fortnite I don't know how they you would know more how they impact the comp scene but from an uh, oh they're not in comp they're not in oh, comp Oh well, that's good cuz they'd be broken right they'd just be like yeah you'd yeah. be able to carry loot over and you know what I mean but the something about that idea I love that too yes like if complex they, and and uh adding some continuity right like if you could like like if you could add some wow type but it would never be balanced like it wouldn't be balanced like but see right there different game that's a different game but what if like what if it was like something like yeah like the two coalesced like where it's like there's this open metaverse world version of Fortnite, and what you did in the comp scene maybe even some of your earnings could almost be like virtual rewards that you could you know what i'm saying well, there's creative in Fortnite. Yeah. And there are worlds that exist like that, that what you do today uh, carries on. You gain experience. There's there's literally progression worlds that exist within Fortnite, like MMO vibey worlds Who that streams exist. streams these? Which, need... is, which is crazy. So it's, it, and I don't think anyone really does, but that's niche because it's so niche. But there are hundreds of thousands, if I had to guess, people that probably play, probably millions because yeah. of how big the game is. And creative is the future of Fortnite. That's one, what I wanted to say. But number yeah. two, why hasn't anyone dropped a builder, a game that you can build in? Like, 
Epic does not own the rights to like you can build in this game and and shoot or whatever. Like, hello, like why hasn't it like every other game gets copied? Like, there's like a thousand probably like CS:GO esque style games. There's tons of Call of Duty esque style games. Tons of MMOs. Bro, you're forgetting something. You're what? For Rust, baby. Rust. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So Rust. Rust, Rust began this semi fast paced version of like building and and structures affecting the the pvp and the gameplay right but rust is a survivor game yeah we take it so is fortnite in some sense of the world right so we take it we twist it we make fortnite but why aren't there other games like that i, I feel like this is the market like it's pretty clear like we all love this game as you could build and you could do right. crazy stuff and like that mountain you see in the distance is achievable accessible i feel like to me building is the skill cap that I feel like I, I, I've, that, that stopped me from wanting to grind. So you think if another game came out with like a building element or whatever, it's like been there, done that? You think that's the perspective? I don't think, have? well, I, I, I don't, I would think to me. Because like, I think if a game dropped out that was like a carbon copy of Fortnite but had double pump, it's yeah. over. They're going to the, they're going to the moon. 100%, like, no, 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 you're 100% <laughs> with, cer with a certain population. You know what people want? Hey, rocket riding, double pumps, and like, you know what I mean? Like, it's over. Like, people 100%. just want this. 100%. I, because I, I do think, I think there's a, there's more of a population that's going to like that. I'm saying my muscle memory, like, I don't get to grind gameplay hours like I used to. And when I play, I like to be good. I'm still a competitive player. So when I pick up, I, like right now, I could pick up your beloved Battlefield, and just because it is somewhat more similar to the COD and Halo that you'll I grinded, be, you'll be good. I'll You're be good. okay. I'll be fine. Right. But Halo or but but Fortnite presented that like I think like for me, and I don't know if this I don't know if this did contribute to some people falling off. But when people started getting really proficient at building, it was part of me feeling like dang bro i'm just getting clapped i am just i'm just getting clapped or their matchmaking system failed you and you should have been put in a better lobby and they could have did all yada yada because like honestly you play arena at like the low point thresholds and it yeah. is it's so fun even for me yeah. like yeah. And, uh, granted I'm, I'm probably not anymore but like let's just say average player um i could i could dump a 20 bomb like on a lobby but like it feels good, hey. but it quickly leaves. Like once you get to like 4K, 5K, 6K, it's over. It's wraps. Like yeah, the game is just something completely different. So like there's such a gap between the two thresholds. I would say one thing that is superior about building in games though is a huge like complaint of um, of people dying in Warzone, for instance, is getting killed by people you don't even see. No counterplay. No counterplay. There's no counterplay. There's no counterplay in BR. Unless it's Fortnite, because you can build. Fortnite. Yeah. See? So, like, hello. These games need something to, like, have that counterplay. Well, That's what I'm so confused about. Like, yeah. Like, these games should have counterplay. So, yeah. like, Apex Legends is, like, all right in yeah. a sense that these guys have abilities. Like, you could yeah. smokes and, like, you know what I mean? Like, you could kind of, you know, affect the outcome, right? Manipulate the outcome, change the outcome based off a of skill. Okay, so let me just let me make a case for Russ really quick because I think Russ for me represents a, an amazing like sociology. Uh, uh, Russ is study. crazy skill gap and it has like amazing sound too. Like you can hear a player. It's I started playing different. it when all the um, OTV people were playing it and like okay. mi uh, 
Miz and X and Asmin were playing it. And now they were playing more, much more of a meme RP style. Right. And that's and I, I got on. And what's funny is I just started playing the way they were playing. So I actually got on like an RP server. And I was just, there wasn't even PvP in most parts of the map. I was building, I was farming. I was like, yo, this is kind of peaceful. And then I walked out into the PvP zone for the first time, bro. Oh, no. And I got cut into a million pieces. I was like, yo, what? But but this is kind of peaceful. If you watch, bro, <laughs> you gotta watch some of the, the the content creators around Rust are are very refreshing and different. So you look at Blueprint, Frost, and Stevie, all have hit a million subs, and their their average video time is ninety minutes. That's the Whoa. and they upload sometimes only once a month, once every two months. It's very interesting. They make movies. It's very interesting. This little weird sub-meta that I stumbled. I love them. I'm addicted to them. And one thing, though, so they're very proficient in PvP, but one thing about building that Rust has that I think is interesting is you can't build in combat. Like, you can't build full things in combat, but you can drop a wall. But that drastically, it's a counterplay, but it's not a whole build. So you drop a wall and you cut off an angle. You med up. You might even be able to hit a flank. And so I think that like I think there's a really underrated aspect to just like more counterplays being the core value than even building, you know, like being able to do yes. something different. That's the whole point, though, right? Like right. It, it's a, it's about changing the odds and and stuff like that. That's one thing I loved about like talking about battlefields. Like I think it was Battlefield Five. Um, they added the ability like kind of quick throw sandbags down, which I thought was so sick That's because cool. I was like, wait, are they evolving the game to like be more like? Like counterplay esque, like dude, I right. can come up with a real clever play. I'm gonna throw a sandbag, like whatever you make a play out of it. But, um, that's dope, dude. I, I was I was sitting here, John, and I was trying to think, like, what are we gonna name this episode? It's like kind of all over the place. Yeah, I know. This, I, <laughs> what I was thinking is, I'm like, we're gonna have to clip some of this up. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, dude, we're like, what am I naming this? Mm, future past. How how long are we gonna make these? Because it's pretty, like, we could go. Like, these, these, we, could go. we could go. And if chat, like, in, so everyone that's watching on Twitch, like, we definitely want to have a viewer engagement part of this. So they could go yes. long if that's happening. And I don't know. We're pretty committed to this being a, a multi-use, like, uh, piece of content for us. We want to engage with the right. community. We'll create some short-form content out of this. Um, we have some more, like, we have more of a script that we will apply to, like, some future ones, some segments, if you will. Where we want to get into some more like uh, topical things. I feel like this was like this was like the origin story, like a little bit. Like we talked a lot about or origin stories, what makes something great, and and that I will say that's another thing we're trying to talk about in this podcast is talk about how to be sustainable as a person in in what you're passionate about. We'll get into some of those themes. I think I think uh, you should jot it down. Maybe maybe that's where we pick up. Maybe maybe this is an ever. Or never ending story where hey. we just take things like that and that's a topic that we can totally talk about and we start there maybe where we end on the next one or you know whatever we pick it up and continue that yeah. it's, it's just one very very long episode you guys follow us uh, on this journey with us but i got the yeah name. let's uh i got the name go ahead let me hear it. this episode is called rise and fall Okay, he's he's getting very very uh, poetic. <laughs> on this guy. It's not gonna work on the SEO. <laughs> the way clickbait works, uh, you know, I was thinking more like a hey, uh, myth versus summit. Do you remember it? Like, <laughs> we'll figure something out, guys. If you guys made it this far, uh, 
you'll, you'll see whatever vibe we're pushing out here. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Um, it's getting late. We've been on for at least a solid hour for content, if I had to guess. Yep. So or close to it, which is awesome. That's usually a, a pretty pretty meaty sized episode for you guys to kind of hey. tag along with. Um, I like to always end the episode with like, where can people find you, John Rush? Hey, uh, Twitter at John W Key Rush, Twitch John Rush. See y'all on there. Yo, sick guys. And uh, for myself at Monster D Face across all social handles, feel free to send me all of your complaints to uh, Javier C at Prac.gg. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll take a look at it. I'll, I'll read go. through the complaints. Uh, help us get better. Practice makes perfect, guys. And we'll see you guys on that battle bus. We Peace, out. y'all.